You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will take you inside the latest trends in mobile technology and help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn about the latest strategies and trends in the world of mobile, web development, search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire Media. My name is Shahab Zagari with Assurance Advertising, and I'm joined today with... Peggy Ann Saltz from MobileGroove.com. Just thank, want to thank you again for joining us today and want to remind you to like our Facebook page if you haven't done so. Uh, it's facebook.com slash mobile presence. Um, Peggy uh, has invited a wonderful guest today. Uh, take it away, Peggy. Yeah, it's me out there in the wild again, Shahab, because I'm uh, always uh, working on something. And this time, however, we have uh, Jason Shaw. He's the founder of Heat Data. Um, a little bit of background. Um, again, I'm lo- always looking for interesting new ways that marketers have to think about their campaigns or app developers have to think about their sites. So um, Jason and Heat Data are a great And with that, I will just uh, give the floor over to Jason. Jason, why don't you tell us both a little bit about your company and heat data? 
Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again for, for having me and, and for the generous introduction. Um, but as you said, you know, Geek Data is a mobile analytics tool. So it allows you to see how people are using your mobile website and mobile applications. Um, so with basically one line of JavaScript, all of a sudden now you can see that people are tapping on, you know, images that you haven't made clickable or scrolling past some really important content that you've tried to surface, but apparently people aren't looking at. So that's the gist of what he did is all about. And so that that's basically all it is, one uh, bit of code, and they drop that into the app or the mobile site, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting, and, and it tracks everything from swipes to scrolls to uh, all sorts of different things. Um, and, and how long have you uh, essentially been offering this uh, kind of analytics? Yeah, so the company's been around for a little over a year now. Um, we have on the order of hundreds of developers that are using it. Um, it's a pretty broad range of clients from, you know, brands to, uh, you know, a random web developer in the, in the seemingly middle of nowhere. Um, so a lot of interesting use cases we've seen so far. I'd like to take up right there because, um, you know, again, it's a little bit reminiscent of how we got all excited about eye tracking back in the Internet online world. And now you're saying, well, heat data, it's about tracking taps, swipes, scrolls, all the interactions um, between people and their apps or their mobile websites. So what exactly are you uh, seeing or what can you, let's go step back a, a moment and just say, what can you even uh, glean from the interaction in the first place? Um, so, you know, what we're trying to do is complement the existing analytics tools out there, say like Flurry or Kissmetrics or Mixpanel, where, you know, they tell, they're really good at telling you, you know, if somebody clicked on something or if somebody's in, say, a given funnel, um, but they miss out on an interaction layer, right? So imagine if just the fact that when you turn your phone as opposed to using it in the normal portrait view, right, and you're looking at it in landscape view, that should tell them something. That should tell them that maybe you're trying to look at the video or maybe the images aren't clear or maybe as a portrait site it doesn't work very well. Um, but those are things that aren't captured today. Um, and yet, you know, the mobile phone is, you know, unlike desktop computers, is something that we do in fact carry around with us, that we, we do in fact, you know, touch in all sorts of ways with um, our, our fingers or, you know, whether it's one finger or two fingers. And we're doing all of these, these gestures um, that go completely uncaptured. So I, I would say that it's, it's a complement to existing um, analytics tools out there that kind of miss this layer of data that's increasingly important with the form factor of devices. And it's certainly relevant to um, eye tracking, which has been around for a while and discussed quite a bit. Um, but just the way that, you know, where you're looking on, on a page is important. It's also important where you're touching on a page in this new mobile device world. Yeah, it's great because then you can actually pinpoint uh, certain sections that, um, like you said, uh, it's an image that people are clicking on, but it's not really clicking anywhere. So, uh, you know, you can uh, make a strategy based on that. Right, exactly. And it could be a small change, like simply making the images clickable, right, and capturing that instead of frustrating the user. Or it could be mm -hmm. something more advanced about, you know, just in general, maybe that informs you that your entire site could be more visual if that's what people are interacting with more so than, say, the text. Right. What about, what about the level of audience here? Would you say it's more for 
um, app developers to sort of do some some testing as they're perfecting their app? I mean, is it a thing that you should use for feedback while you're doing something, or is it something that is maybe more suited to marketers to check their campaigns, or a little or a little bit of both? I'm trying to understand, you know, who gets the most out of this kind of data? Yeah, I, I would say that it's it's both, honestly. But I think that the key theme there that's that's similar is that. Um, it's an extremely visual and easy to understand tool, right? So we're not interested in giving you, you know, petabytes of data to necessarily crunch and analyze on your own. We take those millions of, upon tens of millions of interactions that people are doing and simplify it down to here's what your site looks like, and we overlay where people are touching and, and what they're doing, whether it's a tap or a swipe. We allow you to distinguish that. So, you know, it's extremely easy to use, which makes it available um, as something that can be used both by marketers as well as somebody who may be more technical as a developer. Um, so it's it's intended for a wide audience. And in terms of sites versus apps and at what stage, um, we so our core product is, is what we were talking about in terms of you know JavaScript snippet that you can put on a mobile website and then track live how people are behaving with it. So that's for sort of when you're out in production and you want to sort of see right now what are real people doing. Um, alternative to that is for mobile apps. If you are designing something, but you know you have to go through quite a bit to build an app, you know, even today. Um, and so, what if you're building the wrong thing, or what if you're you're not sure about your design? We now have a product that allows people to simply upload a mock-up, so an image of what design they're thinking about, and then we actually generate a web page for those. Um, Images that allow you to then send that out to prospective users and collect user feedback. And get some testing done. Um, do you have any uh, particularly interesting customer case studies to share? Um, yeah, there's a, there's a wide range, honestly. Um, so I mentioned you know the range of customers. Um, and one, one funny, or not necessarily funny example, but it's certainly interesting, uh, is a developer out in Europe. Um, they basically run a large network of of websites for, for funeral homes, actually. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's not so funny. <laughs> yeah, not so funny. Okay. Use my words carefully. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the sort of random thing that can happen in today's world, though, where they, you know, found out about it probably through TechCrunch and then signed up and started using it, and all of a sudden we're talking. And uh, long story short, you know, they put this on their whole site, and, well, the number of sites, because, again, they it for a number of different um, businesses. But anyway, for funeral homes, they noticed that people were going to the obituary pages and they were try for various people and they were trying to uh, basically give people like send something to the um, to the funeral site or uh, pick up flowers for, for an anniversary or something like that. Um, but again, we were mentioning things that aren't clickable. So they were clicking and interacting with all these flowers and they thought that they could sort uh, pick them. Uh, mm -hmm. And that functionality is available on these sites, but it just wasn't. Uh, nobody thought that on the obituary page, that's where people might be making these decisions. So they had a separate drop down that you know is, is harder to find out of context for flowers and gifts and so on. Um, mm -hmm. through this, and they started, and they just asked, like, "What are you trying to actually do here?" And we noticed that it was mainly taps um, and not just swiping on the image or not just pinching and zooming on the image. Um, that indicated that people were trying to actually do something with flowers. And, and so, yeah, so anyway, 
They made that. Yeah, so that. maybe at that point, you know, once they were on the obituary, that that's where they, oh, hey, you know what? I need the flowers, you know, as opposed to some other section of the site. It was a site, right? Yeah, exactly. It was a mobile website. Yeah. People didn't have, you know, the app for the funeral home or anything like that, right? That's a edge case, I'm sure. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, and all of a sudden they were able to put uh, a click target there and, and they drove quite a bit more revenue off of converting people through there. That's unbelievable. Um, we're going to actually take a real quick break right now. Um, but when we get back, uh, if we can talk about a little bit uh, more of these case studies are really interesting. Um, and maybe even some tips uh, for our listeners who want to you know, give you a call and uh, kind of implement this on their own uh, apps and mobile websites. That'd be okay. great. So we'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Come visit us at AdTech New York, booth number 738. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Welcome to The Hook with Katie Kempner, where Katie talks with advertising visionaries, top journalists, cutting-edge creatives, authors, and PR gurus. Hear what these industry insiders have to say about the changing landscape of advertising and PR today. The Hook with Katie Kempner, on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence presented by Skywire Media. My name is Shahab Zagari from Assurance Advertising. And I'm Peggy Anselts from MobileGroove.com. 
And again, today we have Jason Shaw, founder of Heat Data, with us. Uh, thanks again for being on the show. Um, so yeah, that that funeral home case study was was quite interesting. Um, you know, what what other um, really interesting case studies do you have that you can share with us today? Um, so another uh, mobile website, I can't um, talk about who they are exactly, but they were using, uh, so they're an e-commerce site, and they used heat data before they had a mobile optimized site. So on that level, too, it was interesting because they saw people were pinching and zooming on parts of the site that they hadn't planned to optimize. They were just going to go with the standard sort of carousel at the top and then a sort of a accordion op- number of options below that. Um, and then they found out, you know, a lot more people than they had anticipated uh, were actually trying to create accounts of all things um, on their mobile website. Um, so they started to prioritize that in design. Uh, but the more interesting thing that I, I found was that on their, once they had, had redesigned their site to be mobile optimized, um, they had a number of, you know, everybody has various CTAs, right, calls to actions on their site. Mm-hmm. Um, and they noticed that, <clears throat> and, and I think this is becoming now standard practice, but basically they had a button that was in the middle of the screen. Um, and they thought, oh, like, let's center align this and make this, just visually it feels like it's symmetrical, I guess, was the rationale. Um, so let's put it right there and have a center aligned page. They noticed that people were actually trying to click on the button from the very far right side of the page. So they were seeing a number of um, taps because, I mean, at least statistically, uh, most of their users are, in fact, right-handed. Um, and so the most convenient place, right, if you're holding your phone in one hand is simply to, you know, with your thumb, just reach over and touch something very close to the right edge of the screen. Um, so people were doing this behavior, and they were either missing the button or and then mm-hmm. abandoning or having to go through more work than they had intentionally um, or originally intended. Uh, anyway, so long story short, I mean, it and in hindsight, yeah, which can sometimes kill the sale. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you, you can understand, and I imagine you know this audience, you know, especially marketers, can understand that that moment of interruption. Right. Say you're on the bus and you're about to buy something because you have to go through this extra frustration. Maybe all of a sudden, you know, you somebody knocks into you or something, or your stop is coming up and they announce that. And so now you're distracted and you just close your phone, stick it in your pocket and there's no follow-up later because they can't send you a push notification or anything like that. Um, exactly those cases. So those split seconds where you can either make it easier or you can make it hard, uh, make a huge difference. And so they simply move the button uh, to the right. Uh, it's a smaller button too, but it doesn't matter because it's in the place where people are tapping and they're using that real estate now that they save for other things. Um, so, again, it, it seems like such a small, simple change, but these sort of things end up driving uh, significant percentage lifts in revenue for especially e-commerce sites. So when you look out there, I mean, because you probably have your eyes on a lot of sites as well, because, you know, first of all, they're your potential clients out there, the various websites and maybe the the marketing sites. I don't want you to necessarily um, name and, and shame some sites out there, but could you maybe give me some examples of what you see as being common mistakes that people are making because they don't understand that they need to track these uh, these actions and uh, where you see room for improvement? Could you, could you offer a few? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one thing that I think is very common is, is the mobile carousel. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, I guess it, it's been a trend to put a carousel and, you know, a lot of people love it as a choice because all of a sudden you don't have to have that argument about what image or what 
concept you're necessarily going to put at the top of your site. It's like, oh, we can put five and just slide them around and uh, everybody wins. Um, <clears throat> what I found, though, across a number of sites is that it actually ends up hurting all sorts of conversion, whether it's sign up or uh, if it's an e-commerce site and purchase um, or revenue. Because, again, and, and this isn't, to be fair, it's not necessarily true for every site. I'm sure that carousels work for some people um, and, and some websites. But overwhelmingly, it, it usually either one of two things happens. Either it's engaging and people want to play with it as a thing, even though it's not necessarily a novelty anymore and people slide around, but they miss uh, what sometimes is the real call to action, which is sometimes the text-based things below, or it takes up so much space um, vertically, basically, on the screen that it pushes out. It only gives some sites the option to feature you know, maybe one main thing below it or only a couple um, menu options, basically. And so, for example, you might have people clicking on, say, your weekly sales or something like that, or weekly specials, but now people have pushed down, or these websites have pushed down, uh, contact us, so they see a drop in leads, or they push down uh, the My Account section, so they're seeing less people actually create a lasting relationship with their brand. So uh, mm -hmm. that's an interesting one, but again, to be clear, you know, right, it doesn't, one thing is not true for everybody, but it's been noticeably mm -hmm. apparent, um, at least uh, on our clients, that, that carousels have from a business standpoint, um, haven't been the best thing, although, you know, it might be trendy or visually interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's certainly one thing. Um, also, again, in terms of how, for e-commerce sites at least, in terms of how, um, like, checkout is designed, it, you know, it seems obvious in hindsight, but a lot of, or specifically product pages, uh, right, so you say you're on, if you were on, say, Amazon, right, you click to buy something, you get to see the details about it, um, a lot of people were interested in basically stuffing all this information onto those pages, right? They take everything they have from the web, um, desktop web, and then try to put it into the mobile device. And then, <laughs> oh, we can just like it can go infinitely vertical. So, <laughs> yeah, we want um, with heat data now. You know, instead of just knowing that people visited a page, you can see when they stopped vertically interacting with something, right? If there's very few or zero touches beyond a certain point. Um, so they're now able to say, well, people aren't even looking at this stuff. Let's figure out whether we cut it, whether if it's important, how can we put it above the fold or closer to the top, things like that. So, so drawing on that, I'm just, I'm just curious if you, if we take the one about scrolling down, cause I'm, I, I can see a lot of sites out there sort of guilty saying, oh yeah, we can scroll. So let's, let's have them scroll for a couple of pages. Um, you know, in the days of search, it was, well, no one will look beyond the first five slash 10 results at the most. How far will we scroll? What are you finding? So on average, again, this is just a, an average of our clients, but we usually see people going approximately two and a half, or sorry, one and a half screens on iPhones, um, right? So they, they do the main page load, and then maybe they'll, they'll go to about half of the next full page worth of content. Um, most people, I mean, it is common that people just load a page and bounce, but when you sort of exclude for that and say, okay, this person did one interaction or something with the site, then that's more what we're seeing. Um, <clears throat> so that's as far as how far people scroll, at least for the iPhone, we've seen a little bit different uh, results for, uh, tablets. Um, it seems like people are actually less inclined to, I mean, it's true that more content tends to be surfaced in the first initial view for, for tablets just since there's more space. Um, it seems like people also scroll 
less and, and perhaps get it not as far as they would if, if they were on a mobile phone. Okay. And that, that's a pretty good segue um, into a, a little question that uh, I have. Um, you know, how, how um, would these uh, app developers and, and web developers, uh, you know, maybe give us three tips, three tips on g encouraging interaction just in general. Hmm. Three tips on encouraging interaction. Um, well, let's see. Uh, and so I'll make this general in terms of both app developers as well as uh, mobile website developers sure. or marketers. Um, so one would be to, and this is a pretty straightforward thing, but but putting yourself inside of the, the customer's perspective and optimizing for their experience with your product rather than your product's metrics as measured by how your customers interact with your site, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's a little like cranial, but uh, people think too often in terms of conversion, 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 um, and that may still be the goal, but if um, the people who I've worked with, once they start seeing he data, we ask a very simple question. Can you forget that you work on this site or app? Let me show you this. Sometimes we actually just basically copy the site, but just change some of the key elements so they don't even realize that it is, in fact, their site. Um, and you would imagine that if they worked on it, they would get it. But you know, right. colors and text is, is enough. Um, and then when they start interacting with it, it's amazing the sort of criticism that they have from the consumer perspective um, that they overlook when they're looking at it from just um, you know, their metrics view. So anyway, think, think as you were the customer. Um, think as the customer. Think as the customer, even if you're optimizing the experience. Um, and it's, it's sounds like trite advice, but there's a lot of nuance to it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to butt in here just a quick second. We're going to have to go to break, uh, sure. but we'll come back and we'll wrap up the show. Again, thanks for uh, coming on board, and uh, we'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link-building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link-builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. 
Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. PPC Rockstars. On demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach, a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. Jellian Music, your CEO coach, will break down the art of business development from the ground up. CEO Coach, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire Media. My name is Shahab Zagari with Assurance Advertising. And I'm Peggy Ansfels with MobileGroove.com. And again, we have Jason Shaw, founder of Heat Data. Uh, just before we went to break, you were uh, talking about tips of uh, encouraging interaction and uh, that first tip was actually fantastic uh, before we uh, let you go uh, and I know we uh, you know have you here uh, for a limited time um, any other tips uh, or suggestions yeah one other thing um, so I'll, I'll focus on, on quality instead of quantity which should always be the approach but um, I would also say Throw out the desktop web. Uh, it's it's amazing to me the number of people we were, we started touching on this with some of the case studies. But basically, just take all the functionality from their website and they think instead, how do we make it work on mobile? Or they forget to think we're on mobile. How what can we do that's more powerful or useful? Right? Whether it's a mm-hmm. a geo based thing or whether it's um, you know you could have like you could if you want people to refer people to your site, you can quickly you know uh, get people to use their contacts on their phone to, to invite other people, not in a spammy way, but in a, in a deliberate quality way. Um, whereas you can't do that on the, on the web, for example, that easily. So if somebody's buying something on your site, you can get them to share to Facebook and Twitter, um, but you can't very easily get them to email their like five relevant friends at the touch of a button. Um, so anyway, so think like, forget about the web, think about what can you do uniquely on mobile, whether that's geo, whether that's contacts, whether that's the ability that somebody can turn your phone in various ways. Maybe there are interesting interactions um, that, you know, instead of just having landscape view be a wider, you know, version of portrait, um, maybe there is some rich experience that can only be done with that wide of a screen when somebody's holding it with two hands. And maybe there's something interesting to be done there. I love it. I love it. So uh, how can our listeners uh, get get into touch with you? Yeah, so, I mean, heatdata.com is, is the website. My email is jason at heatdata.com. So all of our customers have direct access to, to me, really, at any time. We're happy to help with anything, um, whether it's questions about mobile user experience or anything related to the site directly. So, again, heatdata.com. You can sign up to start for free um, and, uh, and play around with it and see how it will work for your site. I, d- I just want to interject one point, though. I mean, I just want to be clear. It's uh, it's just a line of code, but could you tell me a little bit more about then what do I need to do it or what's your business model around it? Because some people might say, great, I'll do it. I'll insert it. Do they get help? I mean, is it super heavy? Is it going to weigh down their apps? Could you just go into a little bit more detail there? Yeah, sure. So it, it's one line of code because it references a library that we host. Um, it's, it's 14 KB, so it's extremely small and lightweight, and we've tested performance on all the sites 
that we go on to, and we've never really slowed any sites down. Um, as far as how one would use it, you know, if you're a marketer, you can go ahead and sign up, and we help you in the sign-up flow. We basically have you um, like a pre-made email, basically, so you can just type in the name of your uh, development team or an engineer on your team, and, it, and we'll just send them an email with the code right there so they can just quickly add it to their site. But it's literally as email or as easy as, as copying and pasting it into your site right below the what's called the body tag in HTML. Uh, and it's the same way that people use Google Analytics or um, any number of other sites that are out there that have the same sort of implementation. I mean, we mentioned how to get a hold of you, Jason, but I also like to say that you have um, a really interesting blog. Uh, maybe you want to tell people about that, too, because uh, that's how I found uh, you, and I was looking up there as well. I mean, you, you don't just write a blog for your company. You've got some great insights there as well. Thanks. Yeah, so it's just blog.jasonshaw.org, O-R-G. Um, and, yeah, I blog about you know, startups, user experience. I've done a number of called teardowns, right? So going through mm -hmm. Airbnb's website and what works about it, what doesn't work, everything from the words they use to the layout of the page to simple little user interactions. So it's blog.jasonshaw.org. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to interact with people there as well. Fantastic. So I guess, Shahab, we have to put this up on our uh, mobile presence app and then call Jason back to uh, tell us what we're doing right and wrong, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. A um, date with the doctor. Absolutely. So, so, Peggy, how can our listeners contact you? Well, I'm over at uh, Mobile Groove, uh, mobilegroove.com. Recently rebranded, very thankfully, to Mobile Groove Media to, to uh, reflect all the books and collateral that I'm writing over there, but it's still mobilegroove.com or Twitter at Peggy Ann. Great. And you can contact me at Assurance Agency on Twitter. You can also check out our portfolio at assuranceadvertising.com. Don't forget, you can search for Mobile Presence on iTunes and Stitcher, as well as get the Webmaster Radio app on iTunes App Store or Google Play. Thanks again for joining us for Mobile Presence presented by Skywire Media. Remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business -business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.